Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Hello, 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 this is Adolf, and today I'm reviewing a Nintendo new 3DS video game. Specifically, it's called Silver Falls 3 Down Stars. As usual, I'll talk about the 3 aspect first. Overall, Silver Falls has very nice stereoscopic 3D visuals. It complements the view for the player, uh, because the game is played in the third-person perspective, so the camera is behind the player, and you get to look out um, into the distance and to see where you're going to go next. And the 3D kind of helps you view the, your surroundings better. Now, depending on the angle of the camera view, you can have things um, look closer or farther away. And things may pop out depending on where you put the camera. Um, like I said, it's a third-person game, so it actually really helps to benefit the player. And... You, you can move the camera around with the C-Stick to any direction you want, and sometimes this may actually add to the 3D, where if you're next to a tree and you move the camera around, the limbs may pop out, and some of the enemies may pop out. Um, overall, it looks really good, except for fog, and there's a lot of fog in this environment, and it really dampers the amount of depth that you can get. You definitely get depth. You definitely get some pop-out. But it feels like it's diminished because of this fog. In some ways, it reminds me of an old game called Nintendo, uh, Turok uh, Dinosaur Hunter on the Nintendo 64. Where that game had a lot of fog because you couldn't get the draw distances. Well, in this game, um, I guess it has a similar graphical issue where it looks like that. Not to the same extent as the Turok game, but to a degree where... You don't get as far much depth as you probably could. Now, the game does have some levels in some areas where you're more enclosed, where you're like inside a building or a cave or whatever. Those areas look really good because you have a much more narrow path and um, having that depth makes it much more interesting. So it, the visuals look better. The 3D looks better in those interior areas. Um, so it de definitely depends on where you are and how it you you know be the camera, but I definitely think you will enjoy the 3D aspect. Now playing this game in 3D and in 2D doesn't change anything. You're not gonna get a faster frame rate by playing it in 2D versus playing it in 3D. You're, you're not gonna get a slower frame rate playing it in 3D. It's, it plays the same, so that's something nice to consider. Obviously your minds will vary, um, but I feel like. The 3D overall is nice. It just depends where you are and depends on what you're doing. And the fog does hamper it to where, how much depth that you can get. Um, if you've played Resident Evil Revelations, it kind of reminds me of that, but I feel like the 3D in Revelations was better because it did not have fog. So overall, I definitely recommend the 3D aspect of Silver Falls. I do wish it could be a little bit better, but it's pretty damn good. So my final verdict is good 3D. Now on to the game itself. Silver Falls 3 Down Stars is one very ambitious Nintendo new 3DS video game. 
Super Falls is a third-person action horror video game that in some ways resembles the popular Resident Evil and Silent Hill video game franchises, but it's also its own thing. To advance in this game, you must solve some basic puzzles, explore the town, and survive. The core aspects of Silver Falls are solid, but it has many problems that keep it from reaching its full potential. The story of Silver Falls is captivating. Silver Falls is actually the name of the town that you're exploring in this game. And as your characters explore this town, you notice the residents have been frozen in time. The animals are not behaving normally, as they are violent and appear to be mutated. UFOs have been sighted within the area and flying above town. All these strange, spooky things are happening at the same time, and you are attempting to uncover the mysteries of Silver Falls. How did it become this way? Why is it happening? How do you fix it? Well, you gotta play as different characters to find out, each with their own motivations and attributes. I give them credit. This game is much more mature-themed than I expected it to be. I re-locked the thought-provoking nature of the story. It's very adult, and it really works. The story elements are intriguing and deep, and they got me hooked to see what happens next. As a survivor horror video game, Super Falls succeeds in setting up a scary atmosphere. Many times I was scared. Many times I felt dread as I explored this game. And I, this game completely nails that effort. In some ways, Silver Falls succeeds and makes me remember or feel like I'm playing through an old episode of Rod Serling's Twilight Zone. And this is a great compliment, because I love the original Twilight Zone with Rod Serling. The other Twilight Zones are not as good, but neither here or there. The game starts off fairly open-ended, and it ends in a more linear fashion. I feel like the second half of the game is stronger than the first half. The enemies become more terrifying and bizarre as you play. Sadly, the story progression can be very jarring as it transitions between its various characters. You play as one character, and then you're getting you're advancing in the story, and then boom, you gotta go to another character, and it just it doesn't feel satisfying. It it feels like it just is there because they want it to be there, not it doesn't feel natural. And some talking about some natural elements here, I kind of feel like the game doesn't have some things that are natural for this type of game. So, for example, many games that have cutscenes like this allow you to skip the cutscenes or to push a button to help them advance faster. The game has quite a few cutscenes, and sometimes you may die, and you know you're at, you you want to skip it, and that's not an option here. So it kind of falls apart in some regards because I'm liking the ideas here. I just don't love the execution here. The story feels sloppily put together with all these random uh, jarring events happening. So what exactly is happening in Silver Falls? How do you fix this peculiar situation? Well, to get all the answers, or most of the answers, you gotta play through this game. Sadly, playing through this game gave me many, many issues. The most important issue I have to discuss is the various technical problems this game has. I had dozens, not a few, not one or two, dozens of game crashes that caused me to restart from my last save point. The game crashes were so severe that it would even cause my hardware to reset. 
my Nintendo new 3DS had a reset, and this just completely killed any kind of flow I had in this game. I was getting into this game and really enjoying it, and then, boom, crash. It's like, damn it. It's frustrating. Frustrating, because you're enjoying the game, and then you crash. And just, you know, remember to, sh- to save often, because you're going to have to. Because you don't ever know when it's going to crash. The game developer has acknowledged and taken responsibility for these technical issues. I give them credit on this regard. But the fact of the matter remains. It's prone to crash, and it's buggy. <sighs> you know, I don't entirely blame the developer, because the crappy Unity 3 engine is very limited. Nintendo has helped the developer, but updating 3DS games is cumbersome and slow. It's a whole process. And, you know, regardless of who it is our fault, it is difficult to enjoy this game because of the various technical issues. The performance is far from stutter as well. It just doesn't flow as fast and smooth as I would have liked it to be. I don't know exactly what frame rate this game is, if it's 30 or 60 or whatever. It just feels choppy, like an old 64 game. Sometimes the various enemies may glitch into the environment itself. I've seen sometimes where the animal, you know, creatures are trying to attack me and then get stuck on a tree or something. And just like, really? Once I even clipped through the walls and fell into an out-of-bounds area where the geometry was not functional. It was kind of fun to play in this mode, but I just had to restart the, the game to get in there. And there's been many times where I try to complete the game, and I can't because the game will crash as it's loading up its final cutscene. Infuriating. <sighs> Look, if all of these bugs and such were fixed up, I could really enjoy this game. But it's so rough around the edges. It's it's hard to ignore. It's hard, you can't just accept them and, and play through them. Look, I can forgive some bugs and glitches. No game is 100% perfect. But this is just too rough. And it disrupts your enjoyment of the game. Now, Silver Falls is a huge game. And this aspect is both a good thing and a bad thing. The size of the in-game world is simply too huge. I like having these big environments to explore. But this open world is mostly empty, with environments that all look the same. I give them props because this town of Silver Falls that you're exploring seems to be at scale. Like, it seems to, okay, this is what our actual block would be in the game size, in real world size. It's admirable they tried to keep that scale for the game, but when you're actually exploring, it's kind of boring. It's just, you're exploring and you're like, okay, this one house has nothing around it, you can't go in it, and nothing to interact with. Okay, next house. Same thing. And there's so few things to find in this game. It's just like, okay, um, I'm bored, and I'm not really sure what to do. And it just takes way too long to get through it. The game has just so... I don't know. I feel like if it flowed better, like it was faster, like if you could... um, If you had music playing through the game... I mean, music is... I love the music in the game, don't get me wrong... Um, there's actually some noteworthy themes when the characters are interacting in different story cutscenes. But when you're actually exploring this town or these environments, sometimes there's no music at all. And I understand they want to keep a mood, but it just kind of keeps it boring. I would love to have a, a just the overworld theme like they have in Zelda as you explore this town that fits the thing. I know a lot of people play their 3DS and watch TV or whatever. I actually put my headphones in 
and try to listen to this because I wanted to see how it sounded. And I liked what they had, but it just, I wish it was better. I wish it was more. So this environment, I said, is too big and it takes too long to explore. Well, fortunately, you know, you eventually find a way to teleport and to fast travel around this area. This system is kind of poorly implemented because it, uh, it just doesn't work because the places where you need to go are kind of out of the way. Um, and it just, it's way too late in the game. The game does give you a map, so you're not completely wandering around, but it's only a map of the main area. And this map does show your character's current location. And it's just a really basic map. It's not, you have to go to the pause menu to find it. And I wish all of the areas had maps so I could at least have some idea where I'm at. I understand they want to keep it from being, you know, keep the game scary and having an environment where you don't know where you are can keep it keep that atmosphere very scary i get that but you could have had one of those little basic maps that fill in as you explore the area that would have worked and that way it rewards you for exploring because you get to fill in the map and gives you something to you know get you a reason to explore I've been through all the different houses or tried to go through all the different houses hoping that one would open and like only one does and it's like oh okay did I this house looks the same as that house so I don't know if I clicked the door to open it I don't know maybe oh behind this house there's this but behind this house there's nothing it's just ugh, it's frustrating and the player shouldn't have to memorize these environments to know where to go and what to do I mean, as you get through bigger, farther into the game, the environments become more simple, so it's easier to remember, but still. I feel like the, the best environments here are the ones that are more uh, small. Like, when the game really focuses and gives you a very narrow, claustrophobic even, environment to explore, it just becomes more thrilling, and it becomes just more fun. The mines and the sewers are great examples of this in this game. They're scary, they're fun, and, you know, I don't need to memorize because they're pretty basic level design. If the game was just a series of these smaller levels instead of having an open world, I think it would be so much better. When it narrows its scope, it becomes a better game. And it's just, it's frustrating because you see that get better in the second half. And the first half, you're like, I don't know, I guess. I mean, there's two modes here. So... The main story mode may take you a dozen or so hours to complete. just kind of depends. Um, the game has some really cryptic puzzles, so you're like, okay, I don't know what to do or where to go, but fine. And then there's a time travel element here that I'm not going to discuss because of spoilers, but it's weird because you have to go to certain locations as certain characters and use certain items. And having all of this to try to track in your mind can get really confusing because, well, you know, if I went to this area with this item, with this character, it doesn't work. It's like, okay, sure. Okay, game. So, like I said, the game has uh, two modes. uh, The main story mode and the Frontier Fighters mode. Frontier Fighters mode remixes some of the story mode elements and gives you a different kind of way to play. It's more of an arcade-y kind of sense. So... You play through these levels, and you have a basic little mission to do in Frontier Fighters, and you have a little time frame. For example, you know, defeat all the enemies. You have five minutes to kill, you know, ten enemies. And how quickly you kill them, you know, you get one points. And how, you know, how 
how much health you have remaining gives you more points. And these points can be used up to, as kind of a currency, to give you a, ways to upgrade your character. You could upgrade your items, your weapons, and your health. And it's nice. It, it makes a little loop where you're like, okay, I want to play through this again. I got better weapons. I could do this faster. I could get more points. And, you know, it's fun. But sometimes there's targets, and sometimes there's um, different objectives, and I really, really like the Frontiers Fighter Mode. And unfortunately, I even had crashes and game glitches here too. Yay. I was so really going to play through dozens of levels, but once I started getting a few crashes here or a few glitches there, I only played maybe, I don't know, a dozen levels in Frontier Fighter Mode before I gave up. But if you really, really are enjoying it and you could suffer through, you could get a lot of content. I, I don't remember exactly how many levels there are because I haven't beaten it, but I think there's like a hundred or something. So you can get a lot of gameplay from this. A lot of, you know, it's worth your money in that regard. You get a big game and you get this mode that gives you all these options. So it's cool. I respect it for that regard, but I just kind of feel like the open aspect, this game, and it just, it feels like it's too much. Not in a good thing. Like I said, some of the puzzles are just kind of vague. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I eventually figured things out, but it's just, it's all very cryptic. And I shouldn't be having to figure this out. I mean, maybe it gave me a hint system or something. Because I really have no idea sometimes what I was supposed to do. I like games that challenge me, but I mean, come on. Now, there's an issue I have with the controls. The controls are problematic not because of how they actually work. They're fine. But how they specifically execute certain gameplay aspects. That's the underlying issue. Let me give you some Example, some, some more information. The game has a tutorial mode. Cool. That's hidden away in the extras menu. Really? I'm never going to find that. <sighs> but fine. You play it, how do you like it? Um, I actually don't like the tutorial mode at all. Fine. I play through the mode and figure it out. Okay. Um, there's one point in the game where they teach you how to dodge enemies. Cool. Useful. Um, I like it when a game, you know, teaches you how to do stuff in game instead of having like a instruction book to read. But this interaction is so awkward and out of place. The game even does a fourth wall break and is just too cute by half. Just teach me the controls at the beginning of this game. I don't I mean, it just it reminded me a lot of the controls in Resident Evil Revelations, so I kind of got the hang of it. But it's just, just, just tell me how to do this because I, I don't know how your game does things, and there's some particular things that kind of throw me off. Like, let's just say you need to cut the wires here, and you go get the wire cutters, and you go try to activate it, and okay, so if you just go over there, well, the game prompt and say, hey, do you want to use the wire cutters you just found? No, it doesn't do that. So you have to go over there, and then go into the menu, and then select the wire cutters, and then push A, and then confirm, and then make sure that you're at the right spot, because if you're not exactly at the right area, it won't work. Come on, come on, guys. Little things like that, you know, would help. <sighs> the camera controls here are very frustrating. Very much an annoyance. The game does give you full camera control to the little C-Stack. Cool. Love it. That's awesome. But you can't do this while you're playing the main game. You have to get out of the main story mode or Frontiers Fighter mode, go to the menu, then 
adjust the settings with the little uh with the x y axis and you know go up to percentage or whatever a number and then go back into the game and load it and and see if you like how that feels it's just too many steps i should just bring up a menu okay camera controls and then adjust the sliders to what I want and see if I like it right then and there. Not, I don't have to reload and load and go back in menus. It's just, it's just too much. In other games like this, it would take me like 30 seconds to get the feel for the camera controls. In this game, it took me like 10 minutes, if not like 20. And I was like, enough already. Simple camera controls. This little things like this go a long way to making you kind of pissed off. <sighs> um, so the game doesn't really even have a, like a lock-on feature or auto-aim. So you could be just be walking around trying to explore and then a creature attacks you and you're not ready for it. And the creature gives you a lot of damage or poisons you. And it's just like, damn it, game, let me center the camera. Let me lock on to this thing. Because it, it could get really annoying to try to fight. You know, I was killed by a rabbit. Not because the rabbit's hard to kill, but because the camera angle was weird. I wasn't able to adjust it. I wasn't able to get the... It just was annoying. Little things like this. These gameplay inconsistencies just ruin the experience. So, what other issues do I have? Oh, boy. The graphics. All right. The graphics here are wildly inconsistent. The fog, like I said, in the 3D section is present all over the place. So, it's annoying to try to see where you need to go next. I know the game wants to set a mood, but the fog in this game reminded me of the old battle days of Turok Dinosaur Hunter on the Nintendo 64. Fog is even in the, the various cutscenes. Come on, guys. If you're going to have this much fog, you should explain it in-game and say, Wow, it's so foggy. Another mystery for Silver Falls. There, you have an explanation. It's I don't like it, but that's an explanation. Oh, my God. It, it just It's so frustrating because you're like... Really, I only have, like, five feet ahead of me, and there's fog over there, uh, I guess. The human characters' models look great, and some of the environmental textures don't. They look blurry, ugly. The loading times are kind of weird, because, okay, it's not too terrible to load, but the loading screens, they don't have, like, a traditional bar or tips or anything. It's like this alien language that animates, and it's like, I don't know what that means. I don't know how much time is left. It's just squiggly lines going around. It's like, okay, you could just give me a bar graph, really. That's all I need. Or give me some tips. That would be nice. But no, it has to have this animated alien language that isn't helpful or useful or interesting to look at. The mountains. The game has mountains in the background. They're constantly glitching. Really? And the game, like I said, is not a consistent frame rate that I would like. It doesn't flow naturally. It works, but it just feels choppy. When you're in interior areas of the game, like houses or, you know, like the mines or, or sewers, when it narrows down its focus, the game looks much better than it does in the big, wide-open exterior areas. Um, I think it's optimized, really. It runs better, looks better, and it, it just, 3D looks better. Everything looks better in these smaller areas. I really feel like if you were to contain this game to smaller areas, oh, it would be so much better. So, another issue I had is with the darkness. This game is too damn dark. Look, I raised my 3DS brightness to maximum settings, and I still couldn't see where I needed to go sometimes. 
I get you're trying to make a mood. I get that. But it's just annoying when I'm trying to play through this game. And it's like, okay, guys, really? And then sometimes they give you light. Okay, cool. But this light is like from the character's chest. And it's not like a flashlight. So it just looks really weird. It's like, okay, I guess. This chest light is functional, but it's just awkward. And, you know, one of those weird things that you just got to get used to it. <sighs> item management. Okay. So, each character you play as um, has their own limited inventory. And you'll, as you explore the various environments, you'll find a dog. And this dog serves a purpose of giving you larger inventory management. It's a dog. It's an inventory management system. You know, I'll let this one go. You know, if I could let go Mario eating, touching a mushroom and becoming twice as big, I can forgive the dog being an inventory system. But this dog is not always in the best spots. It's like, why can't you just always be next to safe spots? Come on. Come on. And it's just, I can't let go that some of the items can be discarded and others can't. It's like, what? And then sometimes you, like, you, oh, you want to pick up that item? You don't have any inventory. Well, if it's a health item, you should be able to just go over there, health item. Do you want to use it now or put it in inventory? And you could use it now. Nope, doesn't give you that option. So there's times where my inventory is full. So I have to go find the do- dog. Then I have to go put the stuff into the dog that I'm not using right now. And then some stuff works for some characters, some works for other characters. It's just, like, I don't know which things are, are for which characters. Um, I would have liked to, you know, okay, this gun is too heavy for this character. The game could have told me that or something. I just, I don't know why this gun doesn't work for this guy or whatever. It's just like, huh? It just becomes a little tedious with this dog and trying to find it and trying to manage stuff. And, you know, even like, as I said, there's time travel, like go back in time sometimes and get more items. I don't know if there's a glitch or if this is a actual strategy where you could just completely get your inventory full of stuff because you went to a specific time frame with items and then you play as a different character and then you go back to that time frame and it's just like, huh? Okay, sure game. And, you know, in the Frontiers Fighter mode, you can upgrade your character, but not in the story mode. And you can't upgrade the inventory slots either. So it's just kind of weird, and it's just <sighs> frustrating. And I like it, but I don't like it. Um, uh, there's one thing that I do really like. It's how the game handles its weapons. You have a main weapon, a sub-weapon, and an emergency weapon. And if you're attacked by an enemy, you could use your emergency weapon, which will destroy that weapon, but it could, you know, save you from getting really injured. I like this. This is cool. I like this a lot. Um, it made it much more fun. Um, and, oh, I want to make sure that I put this in the emergency because I don't care about this item. And it really gives you a lot of strategy. I like that a lot. I, I really, I've never seen this before, and I dig this. Um so that's cool. That's definitely something I enjoy. Um, so it's just, it's the item management is weird, but it just could be handled a little bit better. Now, I can understand a lot of people may find my critiques to be nitpicky. I get it. I get that entirely. But all of these things add up to be a less than stellar experience. And obviously your mileage may vary, but overall, it was enough to dramatically decrease my enjoyment of the game. It's frustrating, because I can see an awesome game here, and it's just, 
not there living to the potential that it can be. Silver Falls, three down stars, is sort of like a 1963 Ferrari 250 GTO, which is Popper Mechanic's hottest car of all time. But this 1963 Ferrari has broken windows, an engine that needed oil change 20,000 miles ago, and someone projectile vomited all over the interior in 1985, and it was never cleaned up. Yes, this metaphorical Ferrari is drivable, but it's far from in condition. This is how this game is to me. It's like a Ferrari, but damn it, it doesn't run as, as good as it should. And it, don't get me wrong, I don't think this is the worst game ever, but it definitely needs many, many, many quality of life improvements. It's, it's frustrating because I can see the greatness, and it's just out of reach. So, to, re to recap, to get everything done, to conclude this review... Silver Falls 3 Down Stars Nintendo New 3DS System is a video game that I wanted to love, but sadly, I cannot. It's a valiant effort. I respect the hell out of the game because I like so many aspects of it, but ultimately, it's hard to strongly recommend this game. It's a fantastic game that's held back by its many rough edges. Some of you may love this game, and I completely understand why. Some of you will be very frustrated with this game, and I completely understand why. Many aspects of Super Falls 3 Downstars is well executed, but the overall package is lacking in many regards. So my final verdict is a 6 out of 10. It's going to be it for me. Okay, as this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Mr. Bengal5, Kevin Winter, and Alex Folk for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>